Are you in Brisbane and looking for Brisbane's largest range of premium aerosols? Crush City was established in 2010 to provide a great retail space and the best quality materials and equipment for every occasion. With heavy stocks of Montana cans, Iron Lac, Bez, Loop and Molotov. To find out more, including opening times and deliveries, get at the team at crushcity.com.au or get at the team via Crush City Fame on Instagram or head into the shop at 423 Ipswich Road, Annerley. Crush City are proud sponsors of Beers, Beats and the Biz. Doors closing. Please stand clear. 420 Superstore are one of Australia's largest providers of 420 cultural giftwares and paraphernalia. Their product range includes a wide variety of items from dried herb aromatherapy devices, rolling and cutting supplies, herbal extraction devices, hydroponic grow equipment, to candy, carver and clothing. Open at their brick and mortar location at the Hooper Centre, Toowoomba, Queensland and online at 420superstore.com.au. From seed to satisfied, 420 Superstore has everything you need. Visit 420superstore.com.au today. 420 Superstore are official sponsors of Beers, Beats and the Biz. Support businesses supporting us. You want to know the real deal? Here it is. You're tuned in to Beers, Beats and the Biz. All right. This is the Beers, Beats and the Biz podcast live from Sydney, live from the Safe House studio. Shouts to our man Esper. Come on in. Shouts to... Um Shouts to Paul Aziz from Claiming True Music for um, bringing Beers, Beats and the Biz down here to, um, you know, to talk to some Sydney ciders and have those conversations. And um, listen, man, when I um, when this was presented to me, um, actually, a lot of you guys out there have hit me up, you know, man, when are you talking to Sydney writers, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And one name popped up uh, numerous occasions. I was telling him earlier, you know, on more than half a dozen occasions, I would say that I've been hit up to get uh, this man Tavern on Beers, Beats and the Biz. And uh, man, we are live from Sydney. We're down here in Blacktown, Safe House Studios. Um, once again, shouts to 420 Superstores. And we are joined by an absolute fucking legend. Uh, I'm honored by your presence and your time mate uh tavern big shout to you bro thank you for joining us man no worries how's it going boys always mate it is um yeah it is a fucking honor and as i said it's dude it's like man, i would say more than fucking half a dozen times i've been hit up you know like you know because this podcast is always kind of focused in on a lot of melbourne graffiti a lot of melbourne graffiti history and stuff but you know coming to brisbane I spoke to several people and everyone was like, man, you got to talk to Tavern. And, you know, I thought fucking with you being so active, you mightn't be that receptive to doing, you know, because you're still so active out here. You yeah, know? yeah. I wasn't too sure how receptive you would be to, to doing it. But, you know, you were saying you're, you know, you want to, you want to tell your story. You want to talk a bit, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, I've been asked. I've been asked a few times that I'm not really worried about Angie's dead mm. truth. Yeah. 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 Not worried about jail. Yeah. Yeah, well, you've done you've done a lot. Yeah, I've done a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you were you were saying to me how like you were raised not to talk. Yeah. Like you know, to you that's you know that's not like that's how you were raised, man. You don't talk. You don't talk about crime and all that kind of shit. And um, you know, not that we're gonna not that we're talking crime here today, or you know, we'll 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 only talk as much as you wish to speak on. But you are one of the original searchers. Yeah. You know, you are one of Sydney's you know, old, one of Sydney's most old school, true school writers, you know, and you've also spent decades behind bars too, beyond anything else. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, man, let's go back to, I suppose, go back to, you know, when, when you were younger, when you discover graph, do you discover hip hop, do you discover like, you know, what's the fucking, what are your early memories of this kind of shit or do you discover this shit in the boys' homes and all that kind of thing? 
No, not in the boys' homes. Um, believe it or not, um, I uh, used to do a paper run at North Sydney. Um, lived over there with my uncle. Um, my mother had been killed, and I moved with my uncle mm. after a couple of different aunties. And um, and um, I used to do this paper run in the buildings at North Sydney, and um, and um, there used to be a school there. Um, and had all graph in it, and I used to stop in there every day just to have a look at it. And um, I suppose my interests were uh, it started there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. First started seeing graffiti and all that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah, just mad pieces in the old school in North Sydney. I think that Blaze and someone else had done them, but um, yeah, I used to freak out on it. Just uh, yeah, just loved that sort of. From there, it just kicked off there, and then I ended up at school with a few writers, uh, Crow's Nest Boys. Um, Demote, a few other ones, and then went to West Ride, moved from there to another aunties, and then um, went to school with Metro and a few other boys at West Ride, and just from West Ride, just to hang around, come back to Chatswood and all the, met all the like Chatswood riders and Haro, um, Demote, and oh, there was a whole gang of us, and um, 501. Yeah. Yeah, and just um, we used to search around there and get in all sorts of uh, mischief. Yeah, all sorts of mischief. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Fuck, it must have been um, <clears throat> you know, coming up coming up alongside Demote and Haro and you know people like that. I mean, fuck, dude, that's a you know, that's a yeah. that's that's some shit right there. Yeah, Haro, um, especially. Yeah, yeah. Top, uh, top class. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. When does um, like you know. You, you you're talking about your childhood here, like you know, with your mother and you know being sort of shipped around. Do you start like you know does you know does that element start sort of creeping in as you're being shifted around the family and all that sort of shit? Um, what do you mean? Like, oh well, in terms of um, I suppose you know the criminal element and all that kind of thing. Um, you know? The criminal side started because my um, grandfather was a um, bit of an alcoholic, wharfy. Mm. Um, you know, three and nights a week, he'd get come home pissed and start on me then, mm. and um, would have to hide in this abandoned house across the road and like till three in the morning. And I'd be going to school tired, and and the teachers I hadn't done no homework, and the teachers would be saying you're hopeless and start on me, and I'd be I couldn't say you know nothing was ever said back then. And me then would always never never say nothing, never give him up, and um. That was the same way I was, and um, so I wouldn't say nothing to the teachers, and then they just start on me all the time, and then hated school, so I'd just wag and get in trouble. But eventually, he um, would have to like run from him a couple of times. We like me then took off, and we got little flats here and there, and um, mm. and then uh, he'd be on his best behaviour, come back, win it back over, would go back, he'd start up again, and then um, and then it all start again, and um, eventually I just uh, had enough of that, and um. And I just ended up on the streets, sleeping yeah. in um, under stairs or with other street kids in little um, places to sleep. Yeah. And then the coppers would come and um, kick us out of there or whatever, and you know, gives us you know a touch up. They always pick on the worst, you know. Yeah. But um, and so eventually you get enough. You, you've had enough of not eating and not sleeping good, and then um, one day we were showing uh. Uh, old rider bandit PIC come to uh, Chatswood Station and um, he worked in a fruit shop and uh, he, they had TC cash registers and uh, he showed us the uh, Tech 210 key. Yeah. And um, me and Peter Norman, little den, and um, after that, it was over. It was on. Yeah. Yeah. We was living in motels, had the best of everything. So um, 
no more on the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we repped that key so hard because um, if it wasn't for that key, we, um, you know, would, um, who knows where we would have been. Can you mm. explain the 210 key? 210 keys are like a master key for a TC cash register. Yeah. Back in the days, um, they used to be everywhere. Woolworths, Kmart, um, every fruit shop. Um, and you, you, or they didn't ding, so they didn't make a noise. Yeah. So you just get a couple of boys to stand around, coming through the aisles, buying things, and open one up on the slide and um, scoop it. And we used to do like 10, 15 a day. You know, it was like they were yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. We used to go around Australia doing them too. Um, yeah, good times. Yeah. <laughs> good times, mate. Good times. Good times. How 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 seriously did you take graph? You know, because you sort of you sort of uh, what kicked off around eighty six, but started taking it sort of more seriously around eighty seven, eighty eight. Um, really, yeah, I was a little toy eighty six, eighty seven, just yeah. dropping tags here and there. I got into it around like hard around eighty nine, nineties. The nineties were really my era. Yeah, From ninety to ninety four, just I went hard and yeah. um. 92 pods died um and then it slowly just died off after i was chasing a number of panels which jc had the uh the record i think it was over 107 170 yeah. something like Brisbane, that so, yeah and yeah. um <clears throat> i lost count but it's around 120 something like that runners yeah. lots of dead ones but um once i'd done i was doing began to ends by myself one out and like there was really um no one else really doing it at that point. And at that stage, I was getting lots of charges around adult age. Yeah. And um, and I just, uh, eventually it was just where um, Thieven took over. Yeah. I was where I went left, where I should have gone right. Yeah. One of them points in your life where um, I made the wrong choice, but, um, and it cost me 20 years more of my life of hell, but um, it is what it is, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Was it 20 mm. years solid? No, not 20 years old. No, 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 no. I've done one five-year way. Been pretty lucky. I'd always beat everything. Um, so I'd sit in remand for 18 months and then, or 12 months, 13 months, go to court, beat it. Um, yeah, it wasn't until, um, I never pled guilty enough and that's why, but yeah. the last one, the one I got fired by did because I had a co-offender and once you've got a co-offender, you're, yeah, arc phage, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when he's, uh, he's not real solid. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You were telling me like you guys were early on like the pig Latin, all that kind of stuff. Like a lot of the trends we're seeing even in hip-hop culture today, yeah. you know, even, you know, like the cert, this, this, you know, the urches and all that sort of shit, yeah. you know, like, man, we're seeing that shit, that shit's now sort of popular culture. Mm. You were there early, man, yeah. when it was fucking, when it was crime, bro, yeah, you yeah. know, like, mm. man, can you speak on that era? Yeah, uh, well, we had a stayed pattern lay like, way back in the A day when we was little id case. We'd all tell like his day when we'd go into op chase to pull heads to Lucky Stray and I'm K down here, can earn them, Tay, grab that, under base, whatever. That all comes from us. So, what I just said was um, oh, when we was little kids, we started this talking pig ladder, so no one, shopkeepers couldn't understand us. Yeah. Pig ladder's been around for a while, but um, yeah. the way we speak it um, is um, is a whole other level. It's yeah. not just one or two words. It's fluent pig Latin. Yeah. Or lullaby, like the girls speak, like, you know, fallabuck, yulaboo, dillaboo, calabed. That's another one, you know. Fuck. Yeah. Dude. Like the girls speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's crazy. Mm. That's crazy. And just to keep the shopkeepers from, you know, yeah, Jerry and, and... Oh, it's called pig Latin for a reason, so coppers couldn't understand when you when you get um pulled up by them. But, um, 
you know, you can work it out if you're good enough at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's it, that's yeah. it. What was your relationship with the police early? Like, when does that relationship sort of go sour from a young age? From a young age, I'll tell you why um, I'm not big on police because when I was a kid, um, a couple of times when my pop would be started, my nan would, um, she would, um, she'd never call the cops on my pop, no matter what he'd done. But a few times he'd like start and be yelling out and neighbours would call the cops or a couple of times he would park in the middle of the street, pissed or hit cars on the way home and a couple of times cops had come. And um, I remember one time he was starting and the cop has come and um, when they come he was on his best behaviour and he verbaled them and they just said, just fucking pull your head in, rah, rah, rah. And, and I'm thinking, please take him, take him, take him. Mm. And um, and they just left us. And then as soon as they went, it was on again. And um, and then when I eventually ended up on the streets, they would slap me up for being on the streets and, like, bash me and all that. You know what I mean? They're always drunk back then too. You had to watch them. And um, so ever since then, it's been on with them. And, um, yeah, still to this day, they hate me. Yeah, still to this day. Yeah, yeah. but you, but you, you know, you openly state that you have no fear whatsoever of them. I know, so I'm not scared of them. No. They've already like shot me, done whatever they've done. Now, man. Yeah, I've been. Um, well, that was that. That uh, not to cut you off, but that was brought up to me. Someone said, like, you know, when you know, I was talking to you earlier, like, fuck, I mean, when we had the last guest in here, it's like, man, dude, like the stuff. Uh, you know, stories of you are almost the stuff of folklore, dude. Like being shot at by the fucking cops. You've been yeah. shot by the cops. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, up to no good, you know. Wasn't yeah. A, yeah, um, uh, you know, I'm not really worried about that one because, you know, not that I deserved it, but that's the name of that game, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, the one thing I didn't realise when I was at, um, at that age was I used to think getting chased by cops was the, the rules of that game was I get caught, I might get bashed, get locked up. Da, da 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 I didn't realise they took it so serious. Yeah. So to all the kids out there that are running the market thinking you're going to get chased by police, don't think it's just a little game because they don't take it like that. They will, they will put you off real yeah. fast. Well, that's their fucking job, isn't it? Their job well, is to fuck with you. Well, they shouldn't be like that. I don't know. That's nasty to me. I don't have that sort of um, yeah. way inside. But um, it's more like a game. But, you know, and I thought the rules of the game was locked up and bashed, but not um, killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Who's, who, like, fuck, what, they attempted to kill you? No, well, yeah, would I, yeah. Would I try to blame you off, but, um, but, um, um, not good enough, but, um, something kept me still that day, but, uh, yeah, I don't want to get too much into that because, um, I don't really want to, um, piss them off more than what, I know I'm not, oh, I don't fair, really man. care, them, but you've got to watch them too because they yeah. can set you up. Set you up, get you know, Jane, and they get a squad to fucking put you off. Yeah, certainly, man, yeah. certainly. And yeah, we would never want to fucking, you know, incriminate you in any further fucking, you know, any further sort of fucking bullshit. Yeah. That's for sure, yeah. dude. Particularly when you, you know, as you've stated, man, you are now two years out, you are clean, you are living a good life. You've never been more active, a graffiti artist, dude. I mean, you're owning this fucking city, man. Like, dude, what's spurring that, just that drive? Just, um, ADHD, probably one and two. Um, just um, no, I'm just having fun. It's yeah. only art to me. I couldn't care. Yeah. What I'm gonna do? Give me six months for it. Judge would be like, get him to do something with. <laughs> Bring him in front of me. Son, he's in jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really worried about. It. Um, yeah. Doesn't worry me. What's up? I'm Mask. Here to let you know that if you're doing a run of merch and you're not going to ill merch, you're basically just around. All done locally on high quality blanks with the quickest turnaround in the game. 
from idea to right here in a couple of days. Illegal Merchandise is Oz Hip Hop's number one supplier. So hit us up today on Instagram at Illegal Merch or go f yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But like, but just, but, but what's, what's, what's sparing just What's sparing it? No, the, I the just drive. always loved graffiti and I was like, shit, how good could I have been if I fucking didn't stop? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was lucky that the drawing and outlines in jail kept me sort of, I lost can control and, um, but I've, um, but I, I still sort of done outlines and, um, slowly thought, well, I'm 20 years behind everyone now. I'm just going to force feed it and just work hard. Yeah. Cause I'm not the most talented, but I'm like, anything I do, I go full on out and say, I'm like a hard worker. So I just, that was my, I don't know what else to do in life. What am I going to do? No one's going to give me a job. I try yeah. to get jobs. I get sacked. Um, so I just go back to what I know and I was all right at graffiti. So I just start doing that again. Yeah. Plus come back to show the, the new school, how hard we go when we was kids in the nineties. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah, yeah. Mm, different era. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about the, the, the way, you know, um, let's say some of the methods, the methods of crime you pioneered back in the day are now being portrayed out here. Questionable or? Well, and exploited. Yeah. Searching was, um, kept on the ilch. It wasn't, Pig Latin's there for a reason. It's like, now it's like, I go past kids in the street and they're speaking Pig Latin and it just freaks me out. And like, you know, and it's like, um, I don't know what I really think about that. I'm not real big on it calling, getting called um, SJ <laughs> when it's where the ones that started at searching. But I understand too, the kids can't search. Yeah. They're not searchers. Searching comes with a whole, a life, a life of pain. Yeah. yeah, you get lots of money, but that money's got a negative energy attached to it. So anything you get with that money, you'll lose or yeah. it'll get stolen off you or something will come from it because, you know, karma is strong and, um, yeah. You give out pain, you get in the back. Yeah, dude. It took me a long time to realise that. I didn't really care about that when I was a kid because I'd lost everything in that heart. I didn't care who I hurt, but um, yeah. I'm sort of changing my ways now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to make I have to get some good credit in the bank before I face my maker. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, I mean, talking to you off mic, you know, you spoke on, you know, like God willing. And, you know, like, is that, you know, not even the religion, but does faith play a role in your life today? Not faith, like um, I'm a Buddhist because I believe in reincarnation and I've been here before. Mm. And samsara, we come here to learn lessons. Um, um, but the energy that is whatever our creator is, um, is um, yeah, it is because of when I've been down in low places and I've prayed, um, it's got me out of them low places. Mm. And, it's, and if, if I ever made a deal with, with that energy and kept it, then... Um, it kept this side of the bargain too. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, um, spun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you told me like you want to get into a bit of your history and your story and you know, some of your legacy too, beyond anything else and like celebrate some of your achievements also, you know, where do you want to start? Where do you want to go? Like, because you know, like I, I'm not fucking, you know, right up on your history and yeah. all that kind of thing. You know, obviously, as I said, man, the stuff I've heard of you is the stuff of legend, is the stuff of folklore, you know, like it's it's crazy. Where where do you want to go, man? Well, I don't know, really. Yeah. To tell the truth, yeah, well, you know, there's not much I can talk about that's not crime. Yeah. Because um, all I've ever done is crime. Yeah. And yeah. that's what you said to me off mic. You're like, man, I was brought up never to speak on what I do. Yeah, that's right. So what do we speak on? Yeah, well, I don't know. 
when it's been your sort of, you know, it's been largely a huge part of your existence. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure really. Um, I can tell you like maybe one or two stories. Um, yeah, let's get into a couple of stories. Kid. Yeah. Um, I can tell you a story once of um, when I was a kid and um, we used to go around Australia searching. Would um, you know, just jump on planes and fly wherever. You could get on a plane cheap back in the day by saying you were a certain age, no ID. And um, so we'd just fly around Australia um, searching and getting money. And um, mm. we ended up in, um, was in Melbourne and um, we thought, let's go to Tasmania. And um, it was me and ex-girlfriend and um, a couple of boys. And um, we got there and um, we started looking around and... Um, we go out and do breaking enters and we're um, walking through Launceston and um, we, um, we're going to see this um, sports shop. And um, as we'll go to see this sports shop, um, we went past this jewellery shop and it had all the, like, the trays of rings and stuff in the, in the windows. And, um, you know, it was locked up and it had a roller door at the front. And um, so we ended up going back to the motel and we said to my mate, let's go and have a look at that. A bit later, um, <clears throat> two in the morning, three in the morning, whatever. No, it was a bit early in that, about four or five in the morning. I woke up and um, they had a, we had two motel rooms side by side, me and my girlfriend and then the boys were next door. And then um, I tapped on the door and um, one of them got up with me. I said, let's go have a look at that um, that jewellery shop. And as we um, we walked down to the, to the jewellery shop, um, there was no one around, so I just pulled the roller door up and um, I went underneath and there was another, like a glass door um, in between that. And so I um, I, um, I had a little screwdriver and I um, I started um, just cracking the windows and there was a doormat. So I pushed the doormat up and then I kicked the, the little window out. Mm. And then he was out the front keeping cocky and I said, um, you know, just keep looking out. As I went in... Um, I set the sensor off and normally in Sydney the sensors would just go to security mm. if they didn't scream and um and um I didn't know that this sensor was going to the police. I didn't know where the police station was. Was it like hundred meters down the road on the same bloody road? And um and um just as like I had a um a um plastic bag out of the out of the out of the bin. Yeah. And as I um I went in there, um as I went in, I set the sensor off and next minute a council truck pulled up and it had like a street sweeper on the back and he's called me out and I've come out and um, as I've come out, um, the streets, he's got the, that like the cleaner off the back of the truck and he starts like doing the paths and it's taken about f five or ten minutes after I've set the alarm off to get past where I could go back in. Mm. Um, and he didn't notice that the roller door was up, he just went past, da-da-da. And then um, I went back in there, I went under the counter just to grab the cabinet keys to open the cabinet. Well, the keys that were under the, the, the counter weren't the keys for this cabinet. So I just popped it with my with my hands and um, mm. I started putting um, trays of rings in the bag. As I'm doing that, I'm in the window display. I can see like on the street where he is and I hear my mate say, Uche. And, um, and then I look and there's a police car's pulled up it can't drive in because, well, it can. It's like you're not allowed to drive in, but it's only a gutter stopping it from driving up and then into like a, like a, like a more bit, like a like yeah. manly corso sort of thing. And, yeah. um, and, um, and I said, just walk off. And um, I, I made my way through. I 
coming out the like smash window and just to where the roller door was down on other side and I'm watching them and she just and like they reversed and they just come straight up on the thing and then um I just like come running out and I run and like one I remember a lady she jumped out stop and she like starts chasing us I don't know where I'm in Tasmania you know? and yeah, so yeah. I just hit it up a few lanes me and my mate get lost and then I run around the block it's like a big city like it's a city mm. and um I get into the a taxi and taxi's like real slow and I'm like and I'm like running you know and I'm like quick they're gonna take me shoes just to you know like get him to go fast and um yeah. he just starts driving off real slow we're going up this main road and then I can see the police car coming up behind us and he's going over a hill and it's like a blind hill and then so um I just jump out and run and I'm like a block from the motel and I remember coming in the motel and um and um the um the ladies at the desk and and as I get up to the I get up to my room I knock on the next door neighbor like my mate's room and my mates my mates already back and so um as we get in I say bro the coppers are coming like um um just change your clothes pretend you're asleep da 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 and um like I'm looking out my hotel windows up on a hill and I can see the police going around getting closer and closer like cars of them Eventually they pull into the motel and I know the lady's just seen that she's going to say something and mm -hmm. um and so after about five minutes after that I just hear him tap on it bang 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 on the door I said I'm asleep and then um so open the door police I get up I open the door as I open the door I see the lady say that's him boom right oh. so they come in they get the um, boys next door because we just come from Melbourne um we had all these country road bags they're all the same and um We'd um, done a few little um, jewelry stores, just break, like uh, snakes on them, what I opened, and we had a, a few um, trays of rings in, mm. in another bag, mm. and um, and so like they're searching the bags, like um, they start searching the bags one by one, and um, slowly they're searching, they're getting closer to the bag with the jewelry in it, and so we say in Pig Latin like turn them for a split second, track him right, so boys turn them grab the bag and put it from the ones that ain't searched into the ones that are searched so we get past them with the with that bag and then um I'd always told my ex-girlfriend um uh, you know don't leave nothing in the hotel room I wouldn't let her come with us so she used to go racking while we'd go searching mm. well I didn't know she'd gone racking and taken all these colored tags off clothes and left them in the bin <laughs> so the next minute we've just got past them and I can hear the lady saying um I kept saying, I don't know what you're talking about, like da da da, because they're saying that was you and that we seen you. I said, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I've just been to the survey, rah rah. <laughs> so they said, oh, it doesn't matter. We got a witness anyway. So um, they threw me in the back of this police car, um, take me down to the shop, and they pull this lady cleaner out, and they said, is this him and that? And um, she goes, no, love, he had long hair. And I was like, oh sweet, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I was like, boom. And as I get back to the motel, I hear him say, I hear her say, like whispering to the other Jack. I'm not sure that's him so I'm like I've almost got him right yeah five minutes later they're searching the room she pulls the color tags out the bin once she pulled the color tags out the bin they knew we're thieves yeah that was it now we're not going nowhere now we're going back to the police station you know yeah and I just I remember looking at my ex-girl like oh you just killed it you know what I mean uh, and um they got us back to the police station denied it the whole way um eventually let the other two go I had me and my mate and my girl of course she had the color tag she ended up getting locked up for racking and she went to a boy's home 
and um and then um the reason they got me, they eventually got my fingerprint off the cabinet where I popped the, yeah. the cabinet, so they got my thumbprint. So then I said, all right, all right, I'll tell you the truth, this is what happened. When I was walking down to go to a servo, because I had a cold sore, and I said, um, when I was walking to go to the, to the servo, um, I seen these blokes standing outside this store. And I wonder why they were looking at me funny, and when I got close, they walked off, and when I seen where they were standing, I seen that they'd broken into the jewellery store. And um, of course it was December, I thought, I'll just grab me um, girl some rings and my mate that was there out the front, he was saying to me, no, no, don't do it, I don't want nothing to do with this. And I said, oh, oh well, don't worry about it, you just go. And um, I got him off, he went home that day and I ended up going to um, Risen Prison because I was 17 and I had me, um, had me 8th birthday there, I was the youngest one in there. I was in there for about four months and then um, I ended up beating the breaking Anna because they... Um, they they um they took my shoes off me and thought I'd kick the window in because I put the mat up on it. They had no they couldn't prove that how it was broken into. Yeah. And so um, I ended up beating it and I ended up going back to Sydney. So that was all right that one. But um it was a lesson learned. Yeah, fuck. Pretty rough, but like seventeen down there, not from there, no visits, nothing all shit. Oh, dude. Mm. And, to, and your eighteenth. Celebrate your eighteenth. Yeah, the eighteenth. Yeah. About a month after I got pinched. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, I've just I've had many birthdays in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm used to it now. Yeah, that's mm. it, mate. That's it. So what happens when you land back in Sydney? Where are you off to? Well, I had charges here and the funny thing is I failed to appear because I was locked up there and then as soon as I got back here Within two weeks of getting back here, yeah, I got pinched, went straight to the bay, and so ended up in jail here. Yeah, so it's just been that way ever since. Fuck, yeah, is that right? Yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. How long did you go away that time? Um, I was just, it was for nothing. I was for, I ended up getting bail actually, and then I ended up getting nine months for that down the track about six months later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How long, uh, well, how long, what's the longest you stayed out for over the past couple of decades? Longest I've ever been out a year. This time I've been two years, so that's a record. Um, Congratulations, bro. That's yeah, that's yeah. Some, man, that's some shit to be proud of, eh? Yeah, yeah, it is in my world. I know probably don't see much to other people, but um, yeah, been charged for a couple uh, fight, but but uh, it was nothing. Yeah, but, yeah. So from what age, man? What, from what age are you getting locked up? Is was risen the first on a boys? No, no, I done boys homes before that, and um, yeah, I done like all Mount Penang and all that stuff. Yeah. Tell you another funny story, actually. Um, when I was at, um, at Mount Penang doing my uh, first lagging, I was in a unit there, Warpole, and um, um, I had a three-month lagging for graffiti and uh, for a throw-up. And, um, <laughs> and um, I'm reading the paper one day and um, it said public enemy concert's coming. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's coming right when I've got like a month to go, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, one of the boys, I use my name, does his does podcast um jeff morgan okay. costy yeah he's like one of the old school boys in sydney um yeah. I, he used to be at school and i said bro can you get me a, a hacksaw blade and he um he got me a hacksaw blade and um and um he brought it down from school it was only like you know three inches long <laughs> yeah. and um at penang like you start off in the middle in the dorms and then if you behave yourself and eventually when enough people go home, you make your way to the beds near the window. Mm. And so I had a, like I'd made my way to a window bed on the oval and um and um I sat under my bed for three days. It took me three days to cut three bars and it was only like um there only thin bars like on a on a um like on a screen door. Yeah. And um 
and um, took me three days to cut through them bars, and I finally um, like um, had a hole big enough that I thought was big enough to go through. Yeah. And um, and me and my mate um, uh, Mark Tongi was supposed to come with me because he had a screwdriver and he knew how to steal cars. Yeah. But he was a big fella and I didn't judge for him, I only judged for myself. And so um, <laughs> no one knew about this. And so the day we're supposed to go um, in Penang, if you behave yourself, um, they'd let you watch um, videos and stuff. Oh, yeah. And so I was never like behaved. So I was always at the sit. I'd hardly ever allowed to watch. I never got to watch one video actually, but I was hardly ever allowed to play footy. It was called Section 6AD. You'd have to sit on your bed. Yeah. And I was always on that. And um. And so I thought I'm going to wait for these cunts to, uh, to be um, to um, watching um, videos and I'm going to take off on them, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. just a bit of payback. And so I waited for this uh, worker who was on. He was always smart ass to me, Walshy. And then um, I wrote a note. I went, I wrote, suck out Walshy on the on the paper, and I put a <laughs> smiley face. I left it under my pillow, and then I went out to bed. And then one of the boys who was um, uh, on my bed next to me, he um, he um. He wasn't supposed to come, but he, he caught it. He caught the move. Um, little RC he was, and he um he, he ran out when I went out, but he ran out straight in front of a uh, as the admin were coming in one of the cars with the workers. Yeah. And then my mate the, uh, Mark Tongi was too big; he couldn't get out. He got stuck, and then um <laughs> next minute, sorry, this mic the lights yeah, are on, right, right. and then um and um the lights are on, and it was running across the oval, and they hit the alarms and stuff, and um. Um, I lost the other little lad, I don't know where he went, but I was remember running down these big mountains and it's like 100 metre drops down cliffs and stuff and Jesus. like, and you're running in the dark and like cars are coming down looking for you and I hid from a couple of cars just, you know, behind trees and shit and, and never see me and then um, like I just got like lost and I, and, um, and I, I couldn't get down this, these big mountains so I turned around, I waited for about an hour. I turned around and I snuck back through Mount Penang all the way to the other side. I crossed the other freeway and I got into this little suburb, Carryong, and there was a, um, a payphone I found. Yeah. I reverse charged Miani and uh, she's dead now, Miani Julie, and I said, can you come and pick me up? But that already um, um, that already rang her because she was my guardian and I told her oh, what's up. Shit. So she got the shits and said, I'm not coming up there yeah, and hung yeah. up on me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was on my pat and then I was like, oh, well, um, it's all on me, so I was, and I remember I was freezing. I just took off in a t-shirt, and um, and um, so I'm hiding in the back of his house, and I'm right near his servo, and I just started praying, please let something pull up that I can um jump on the back or hide on. I swear, 20 minutes later, it's like my prayers were answered. This big semi-trailer with a sheep, um, you know, the ones that carry sheep, yeah, they're like you, cages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of them, like comes past the server about 100 metres, pulls up, up on the side of the road. I hear it gearing down. Yeah. And then um, and they walk into the server to get whatever they're getting. So I run down, climb, and he had a, a sheepdog on it, and it was like on the middle landing, and I climbed all the way to the top, jumped on it, and then um, started hiding, and then they, I hear him come back. They jump in, they start it up. They're driving down the like freeway all the way down, you know, Gosford, the freeway comes to Sydney and it was like it was swaying around. I was on the top, it was a freakish feeling and um <sighs> I remember going across the Mooney Mooney Bridge and it was like full swaying, like it was yeah, it was mad and then <laughs> I rode it and it, like my nan used to live at um at, at um Dundas on, along um Marsden Road and it was heading all the way along Pennadills Road. I'm thinking, shit, this is taking me all the way home, sweet. <laughs> and then 
where you go left on Marsden Road or right or, at um towards Parramatta Road, it went right. I mean, towards Parramatta, it went um towards Parramatta. Yeah, and um. And so it went all the way to Para, and then it stops at Para. All the lights were green. It stopped at Para, and I was about to get off there, and then Highway Patrol was sitting behind us. Oh, and I was like, oh no! So I had to stay on. The next minute, once it went through Para, that was it. It was all green lights. We ended up going through Windsor, and then it got to Richmond, and I'm I'm starting to panic now because I'm thinking I'm going to end up in the outback or wherever this is going. It's starting <laughs> to get light, and then um, I seen Springs. it. Yeah, and I seen the um. <laughs> I seen the train sitting at the station at Richmond, a, a, the old Red Rattler, like two car or three car used to be, and um, and he's and there's one set of lights and they're red and he's gearing down. And it's like ding ding ding, and it's like running pace, and then the lights just went green, and it like shifted in to go again. And I just climbed over the side and just jumped and yeah. done a roly poly, jumped up, sweet, went went to um went to um, ended up going to my auntie's house and she like apologised for not picking me up, give me some money, change of clothes, and then. Just went on the run after that. Went to Public Enemy. That was all good. And I was, I remember I was hiding from the transits because they knew it was on the run. And I remember after Public Enemy finished, we come out the side doors. What car did I walk straight across in? At the lights was a transit car, just oh, first car, but they didn't even jerry. And then um, <laughs> and then um, I had like three days of my sentence to go. And um, and my nan saying, just go and hand yourself in, love, because you know it's just going to become worse if you don't. You haven't been in trouble for nothing, rah rah. Yeah. So um, they verbaled me. I ended up handing myself in the top right police. She took me up there and then um, they took me to Minda. And then when I got to Minda, used to be a mad judge there, Barbara Oldsworthy. Um, and um, she was she was a really good judge. Um, and um, she said, why'd you take off in that show? And I said, oh, I'm in Nana Popper in hospital and they wouldn't let me visit them. And um, just verbaled her. And then um, she said, well, you're not supposed to do that. Don't do that again. And then she um she let me off on my original uh, release date. So I had a, got a muff off me leg. And, You're joking. Yeah. So fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You mean fucking cheering. Yeah. Oh, what was that one? <laughs> Jesus. You, you, you're going to be one of the only people in history to escape jail and fucking yeah. <laughs> walk back in off. and not get any time at it. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was good, that one. Oh, dude, that's unreal. Yeah. That's unreal. Had you, had you appeared in front of that judge prior? Ah uh, yeah, I had since I was a kid. She knew me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was a good judge. She had a soft spot for you. She had a soft spot for heaps of inmates. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when she knew you come from nothing. Yeah, mm. yeah. Fuck. It's good to have. I suppose. I mean, you know, in those situations, it's good to have someone with a degree of empathy. You know, yeah. to know that you know, man, this kid, he, he ain't got shit. You yeah, know? like, yeah. and we're only depriving him of more, putting yeah. him back in there. Yeah, you know? well, that, that's what they did, done back then. They um they picked on the kids that were um had nothing. Yeah. You know, and I know them kids were the ones that got into trouble, but you know, it's getting a little bit better now. But they need a bit, a bit, bit more help than lock up. Yeah. But that's the system. Put you in there, then you start learning how to thieve, start getting in trouble, and before you know it, that you, that's the jail system. Yeah. That's why that's um they're building jails like they're going out of bashing saw for for screws wages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. overtime. Yeah. And the police too, same shit. What do you think? What do you think of the jail system, man? Like having spent so much time in it, do you see it as rehabilitative or if that's even a word you know like is rehabilitation a thing if you have i don't know if you go in with a mindset of being rehabilitated do you think you can be or is it just fucking man it's a fucking free-for-all that's what it is you, know? you can keep your nose clean yeah and um make your way through it which is real hard um i've yeah. never been able to do it but if, i have some people that could do it if you can and you really want to change 
bad enough, I suppose it's all on you saying that. Um, it's easy to get in trouble in there. And yeah. um, once you get in trouble in there, that's it. They just hold that against you, say no parole, da-da-da. Um, knock your visits off, do shit like that, put pressure on your family outside. Yeah, I know, it's catch-22, that one. It could go either way. But uh, it's getting better, saying, from what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your last lagging, man. Like, what was that? Um, how long was that? Uh, it was two years ago. Um, couple um, ag breaks on jewelry stop, uh, jewelry shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you got out that. Fuck, you're doing well, man. Eh? Yeah. You thanks. should be fucking dude. You should be proud. You should be be applauded for making those fucking steps. Like, you know, for anyone, you go follow Tavern Wanton on uh, Instagram. I mean, this dude's now selling his art. Um, man, doing mad positive shit and just getting out there and fucking. Like fucking blaming the system, man. And graffiti, dude. Like, I mean, a legendary figure, dude. Did you ever cry? I actually wanted to ask you a question just offhand. Did you ever come across Snowy, the fucking Snowy the yeah. Sydney Transit? Yeah, I've got a few stories on him too. Um, oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come um, on, hear him on. Because we've always heard a lot about PJ from Melbourne. You know PJ and all that, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, heard of him. Um, what was the other one from Melbourne? Anyway, yeah, yeah I'm, not real, I'm not real good with names. Um, um, Snowy, first time I met Snowy. Um, I was with um, a rider, he was a pretty good rider for back then, and he, he was doing heaps of panels, um, I'm not gonna say no names, um, but um, we ran into Snowy at Wynyard in the tunnels, and I was like a little kid, but mm. I used to have a, a two tank key on a chain around my neck. Yeah, yeah. And I remember him like searching us and saying, <clears throat> you know, what's this? And I said, oh, it's my screen door at home. And he he, he bought it, and, um, and then, um, I seen him about a month after that, and he called me, hello, Mr. Tavern, for one. Then charged me for the key, teal keys I had on me, knew exactly what they were after that. So like, they went and done their homework, or someone had dropped a dime on me, yeah. um, which is what I think really happened. That's why I'm not saying their names, but um, that's two stories I got of him. Um, <clears throat> and another story I got of him is um, one time at West Ride when I was a kid, they um they were um pulling they pulled this bloke up outside the pub. As they were pulling him up, um one of these Fijian boys, the local at West Ride was a real wild pub. Like it's always punch eyes. It was like the Wild West there yeah. when I was a kid. And um this Fijian because I wanted to cover this Fijian lads walked out, didn't know they was coppers. Seen him like harassing his mate, kinged him. He went dropped him and he. Snowy went down, cracked his head on the wow. on the um on the the bus stop yeah. on the corner of the fountain. It never killed him. We all just like run and um and and um yeah. So I never seen him after that day. Eh? But I remember oh, that always sticks in my mind watching his hit his head on the yeah on the thing and that yeah yeah. yeah. Mm. How are the transits here in Sydney to you guys? Um, when we was kids, some of them were alright, some of them were pricks. Yeah. Um, depends if they want to drink or not when they got out. Yeah. Yeah. Different times back then. That's yeah. just the way it was. Australia was like, I don't like, like, and that was all right. To tell you the truth. Yeah. 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 Now they're too like, you know, I'd rather get a kick up the ass and smack the mouth and let go than like charge. You know what I mean? Dude, that's yeah. It, eh? Yeah. That's it. Mm. Well, that's what I mean. That's fucking, and that's what it is now. And I suppose there's that much fucking technology going into just hunting down a writer. You know, like man, from cameras to fucking everything you, but you know? can't do shit you get on the train they're watching you every carriage is it's got someone watching you yeah once they know who you are it's all over everywhere i go 
even just getting off the train here, there was foot patrol there looking at me. I knew very well they've told him that I'm coming on this train, yeah. da 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 you know, not harassing me, pulling me up, but just having a, a, a little look. A couple of times they have, but yeah. like, but, um, you know, I'm not doing nothing wrong, so I don't really care, but yeah. but I'm on to their little, um, you know, and I know they have to be safe because there was things happening to women and they're on trains, so no problem, but like, it's a little bit intrusive too, where everywhere you go, they're showing up and that, you know? Yeah. And I know, like, I've got a bad history in that, but, um, it's one outside my house and they're watching all the time and it, and it just snaps me all the time. I always stick my finger up at it like you fucking dogs. Like, fuck yeah. off, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, it makes it hard. It puts you behind the eight ball, you know, like just fucking out the gate, you know? Like you don't fucking, you're not given the opportunity to get better, man, you know, because you're targeting. You know, it's funny with coffee because some are all right. They'll be nice to you and smile and then some are pricks. So when I see the ones that are nice, I'll give them dirty looks. No, and then they'll smile at me and I think, so you don't know which way to take them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like of the pricks, you always think they're all pricks. I mean, then some of them are all right, but then I don't know if they just do a good cop, bad cop when they do that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's it. Yeah. And I suppose you got to be fucking, you know, at this point, or not at this point, you know, you're sort of beyond that at this point. But, you know, prior, you would have been fucking meeting cops that were fucking kids, man. Versus you, you know, like, you know, now they are. Are fucking, you know, 10, 15 yeah. years younger than you, you know, mm, yeah. that's what I never understood with the fucking police force, man, how you can sort of, man, send a 22 year old out into the world, 23 year old, you know, 23 year old kid out into the world with a fucking badge and a gun and tell them to fucking enforce these, enforce you know these why? laws, man, they've got their fucking kids. Because they're easier to program. It's like soldiers, 18-year-old, because you can tell them they're fighting for a country like America that's fighting for freedom like anyone's going to fuck with them. Easily, easily led. That's why they turn like um, McVay and blow the whole fucking place up because once they get old enough, they realise they've been played. Same as heaps of coppers when they leave. And yeah, there's yeah. some good coppers. I'm not bagging all coppers, but... Um, yeah, no, no. I've met heaps of good coppers, but, um, but, but this is my souls too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. you, you get the good and the bad, but um, that's why they do that with young age because they're just... They just um, they actually believe in that they're um, doing a good thing, and some of them are. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, too, definitely. Um, I mean, some of them go out yeah, there with the best intentions, yeah, man. Yeah. Don't they? You know, absolutely, without fail. Mm. Yeah, but you know, I suppose at a point, absolute power corrupts absolutely. But at know? the top, they're, they're very shifty. Yeah. A whole lot of them all together. They were. I've had I've, when I got shot. I remember like when I was suing them. They said um, they said um. I had a meeting with one a big barrister in the city. He said, "Mate, you're a tough kid. I'll give it up." But what did you, what did you expect was going to happen? They were having lunch together um, and making deals. Beyond, you're not. This is going to go nowhere. Da da da. He actually verbal me not to go to court. Next minute, said, "Like I got, I got seven fifty in the paper." So, yeah. you know, solicitors turned on me. And once I realised that, don't trust no one. You think your own legal team would have your back, but once I realised that. Anyone could be bought and don't trust no one. That's got me heaps further in life, to the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. at the top, you just don't even want to go there. Yeah, that's you know, even talking about him now, fucking is, is um, you know, it's um, you know, fuck what he's gonna do for he's fucking done all that to me. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, normal people, I wouldn't be, you know, saying too much about him because you know, very powerful. And yeah. they run the show to King's Men, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, dude, let's fucking, let's change the subject for a minute, man, because you appeared on the cover of Hype Magazine way back. What issue? Do you remember? 25, it was. Issue 25. Mm. And you're on the cover, what, standing in the fucking driver's door with the- Tangara keys, yeah. With the Tangara keys. Up at him, yeah. Do, do you remember that day? <laughs> do you remember the flick being taken Yeah, and shit? yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah? I'd done that panel by myself. Um, I had a little flat at Waverton and- um, my ex-girl come around and um, I said, come up, I've done this mad panel, come up and get some photos of me. And um, I had the Tangara keys because the, um, 
I used to be a um, uh, SRA worker that uh, used to do graffiti, travel, he tagged, and um, used to get keys out if you're lucky enough to get him at the right time. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I had the Tangara keys, and um, yeah, that's and that photo was taken when I was. Um, what happened was um, when I was doing lots of panels here back in the day, I was um, like I was running the show here with panels, right? Yeah. And then and then I'd send them up to the boys in Brisbane, the hype boys. Yeah. And they would never put none of me, and I'd get the next issue, and none of my my panels had been there. And I was like, "What the fuck's up with these cunts?" Yeah. Um, and then um, me and Bosty, one of the old school searchers, original searcher uh, writer. Yeah. Um, I said, "Bro, come up here and let's jump on a fucking plane and go up to Brisbane and put on these cunts." And um, so he jumped on the plane. Me, we went up there, walked into their little shop, and um, guess who? You know? Yeah. And um. And they were really nice to us. I'll give them that at the time. But they said, oh, no, um, a certain writer has been writing his letters telling us not to um, put anything of yours in hype. And um, and um, they were putting all his dead trains in in the Redfern dead yard, which I was the first in there anyway. Yeah. And he was doing all the, the dead rattlers saying they were runners. Um, and they were putting them in the hype and that. But once... They knew me. Um, that's why I think they either felt bad or just thought that was a bad panel. And then one day I walked into um, um, Central Station Records on um, used to be at uh, Central, and then it moved to Oxford Street. And um, I remember walking into the one on Oxford Street, and um, the hype was there. And then I was on the cover. I was like, "Oh yeah, mate." Fuck. Yeah. You just you you walk in hypes there, and you're on the cover. Yeah. yeah Dude, didn't cool. even know. Nah. <laughs> yeah. That's unreal. Yeah. That's yeah. unreal. Did you have much of a relationship with the hype twins? Um, yes, I did. I was, uh, when they first come to, um, Sydney, we were, um, we were, um, me and a few of the RBS boys were doing run-ups at, um, Newtown where that, there's like a, it used to be in a car park. It's like a little garden thing now. And you could reach the top of the trains there and we were, um, waiting for trains to pull in and just doing rooftops on them. And, um, the train pulled out and we seen riders at the, like we could tell our riders at the end of the platform and they didn't know we were pegging them and we were pegging them and, um. We ended up fucking whistling out and walking down there and it was and I and I realised it was the one the lads from Brisbane. And um yeah. so um I took him I took him out, I took him to Punch Bowl and done panels and um took him for a bomb around the joint and that and um yeah, I, I was the first one to show him Sydney then boys on their oh, first shit. trip down there. But I'll tell you something else about them when we were um we used to go searching up to um uh, the Gold Coast heaps of times when we was kids and um um and they used to be breakdancing and, and busking, yeah. you know, on yeah. the on the in the city and that there. And we used to see them. Never spoke to them then because like we'll even, but I remember because we were in the, like obviously in the hip hop thing and that too. We used to just spin out on them and watch them. I'm out breakers spinning on their heads and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. um, so we trip out on for a while and then just go and do what we were doing. But um, and then when I did meet them, I'd say we've been seeing news for years. We just never walked up to you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Years, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, B-Boy All-Stars and yeah. Rapid Fire and all that yeah. sort of shit. Yeah, Gold Coast was mad back then. Yeah, dude. That would yeah. have been a good place for searching too back then. Oh, we killed it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's fashion. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah. Oh, there, Keynes. Dude, what do we know? Yeah, bro. We used to meet the ones that used to – we used to – we got into a punch-on once with, with these um, young Islanders up there and then um, – and then they said, yeah, you're dead calm. We're going to get Dr. Trump. I said, yeah, go get him. And then we're waiting for him. And then he comes back and it's one of the boys from Sydney, Sully, I knew him. 
He's like, hey, Tav, what's happening? So we end up like um, going with them boys, having a drink, whatever. But um, they used to climb the um, Spider-Man, the, the fucking the, the high-rises and go yeah. like 10 floors up, the maniacs. And yeah. they used to clean up doing that. I think they still do it now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt. I actually wanted to ask you because, um, you know, sadly, fucking we lost Gain too in the last, it was just in the last couple of months. Did you have a relationship with Gain? Yeah, Gain was um, a real good mate of mine. Yeah, dude. Any sort of stories and memories of Gain too? I mean, uh, you know, for those listening, a legendary Sydney pioneer figure, yeah, graph yeah. figure. Yeah, um, I've done lots of graffiti with Gain, but I've when I was real young, I remember he, um, he uh, lived at the cross and um, he had a flat up there and <clears throat> I used to go with him and we used to go around the city, um, you know, doing breaks on all the little malls in the, in the city for smoke shops and, you know, fill bags up, take them up to the cross, sell them to the shops up there and just mm. go on our merry way. But, um, yeah, lots of little stories with him <clears throat> doing um, little searching things, but lots of graffiti. And then, um, you know, I got out of graffiti and he went hard once I stopped doing graffiti, like he doing pieces everywhere. And, um, and I stopped around 94 and then he, he just, from 94 on, he's like, I've seen it, like heaps of his pieces that I didn't like. I wasn't really, I was always locked up to a true, so I didn't really yeah. see much of it. But, um, he, and he was on that path too. He was always getting locked up too as yeah. when he was younger. And then he, um, he got his act together and then, you know, and he kept losing loved ones, which is sad. Lavinia, Cherry, RBS girl, um, mm. Lavinia Harris, rest in peace. And he, and his mum, Sandy, um, rest in peace. And then, um, uh, but he's with him now, you know, so yeah, yeah. we all got to take that journey. But, um, yeah, yeah, I went and seen him in hospital when he's sick and snuck a couple of long necks in for him, um, some underwear and socks and no, he didn't have nothing in there. It's like, fuck. Jesus, really? Yeah, bro. Yeah. I went in there and it's like, ah, it doesn't matter. So I'll be running someone down if I say too much, but, um, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, fucked. wasn't good to see him like that, but, um. What was it? What, like, if yeah, you don't he, got, he had uh, cancer in the stomach. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. It's not good, is it? Fuck. At least he got to have a largey with him. Yeah, yeah. Had a few of them with him. Um, you know, he's a staunch dude. Still never complain. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. That's he's crazy. In a better place. When now. I heard when when I heard that, I was kind of like, ah, fuck, you know, because I'd actually thought of, you know, I wanted to reach out to Gain too on numerous occasions, and this is one of those things, you know, you just you do this shit every week, and it's just like, oh man, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, and then you start fucking losing these people, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's sad, you know, you see that, you're just like, ah, shit. Wish it older you get. Exactly. That's what you realise as you get older, you're like shit. Yeah. You, you get sick, you're old, and that. Yeah. yeah. I remember my old man said to me when I was a fucking kid, I had to get a get a bloody um, a suit for a funeral, so I went and hired one. And he goes, what are you hiring it for? And I'm like, well, I need a suit for a funeral. He goes, go buy one. You're only ever going to go to more of them. Coffee. Lots of us love it. Me, myself, been trying to stop drinking it. How much do I spend a week? Probably 20 to 30 bucks a day. I drink a lot of coffee, all right? Now, if you're like me and you're wanting to try and stop drinking coffee, or you don't even want to stop drinking coffee, but you want a bit more money to spend on winning one of these. So like I said, S14 or coffee, what would you rather? S14, coffee. S14, coffee. S14. JDM giveaways. Riders on the storm. Riders on the storm. Yeah, that's a sobering True. way of putting yeah. things, but you know, it was my dad, you know, yeah. so, and that's what he said. Yeah. I was like, fuck, you're not wrong, eh? Mm. You get older and fucking 
the guns just start dropping off. How much graft did you do around the country? Like, you know, did you tour? Like, you know, I mean, when you were doing the searching and all that sort of shit, were you painting in those cities also? Um, yeah, I was doing panels down um, Melbourne. When I first started going to Melbourne, I was real young. I wasn't the best at graffiti, so I'd done a few shit ones. Yeah. Done a few little all right ones at the end. Um, um, and once or twice got chased, but I'm done around seven, eight, nine panels down there. Um, done a few pieces, not, you know, wasn't real good at graffiti when I was young, like, like at 14 or 15, got a bit yeah. better around 17, yeah, whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I, got it. I went down, like, I remember when the graffiti comp was down, down there. Oh, 92 one, that exit. Yeah, yeah. I, you yeah. know, I didn't get painting that, but I done panels down there. Um, Sick. and yeah, but, um, mostly just going down there searching. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's some big bundles down there. It's like good place, Melbourne. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. Any any particular memories you can share? I can tell you um, now because a long time ago, but, um, we got one good stacker down there between three of us, um, 100K on the head. Fuck. True story, 33 each, taped it to our legs and come back on the plane with it. Um, Fuck. Yeah. Dude. Mm, that was a good one. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing about that story was um, – I'm normally a grabber, right? And so, but I can strike you mad and um, like distract you. Distractions like turning the shopkeeper to get to where you got to go, right? Yeah. And um, without a good distractor, you're not getting nothing because it doesn't matter how good you can grab. If you can't get to the place to grab, then forget it anyway. Yeah. And um, we got there one day and we done this little canvas and we got about 10. And then as soon as we got this, just three of us, as soon as we got this 10, the boys started being sort of lazy. And I remember we going around this one day and, all I wanted him to do was pull this lad out the back room of the fruit store and just ask him to cut this watermelon up so I could get in there. They wouldn't get him out, so I got the shits and I said, I'm going by myself. And then as I walk off, one of the boys runs up and goes, um, um, come down here, look, there's a mad little um, store there. I'm not going to say what one it was, but there's a, a little store down here. And, um, and um, so I come down to have a look and it's real small and um, the workers, like it's, it's it's like it's only as big as this room mm. um and um it's got like it's little counter like a pub door that's like that you got to open from underneath cut a long story short i knew he wouldn't be good enough to to, get, to turn her to get me out and so um i go in there and i'll do the strackies and while one's outside we go in two of us turn her one comes in once we've got a turn crawls under the counter gets out the back room mm. Cause this shop was connected to a house anywhere where there's a shop connected to a house it's called life savings life is mm. so you might do a, like a shop in a mall it's only going to have at the best a week's takings in there right if you're lucky but if you do the ones shops that are connected to houses where it's their own business heaps of them are just put the money upstairs True. and um yeah, yeah. especially like especially right this is what i didn't want to say right this is what it was but yeah. um <clears throat> oaks may shop rah, 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 but anyway and um and um and so um we turn to say my mate comes in what we don't know is a second watching us from outside my mate just comes in we turn her she's got a back turn he gets in behind her goes out the curtain gets into the to the, where the house is and then and then um he's out the back next minute this second walks in and he's got like um the revolver is bigger than a 38 was not a 45 44 like the you know it's like yeah. a six shot and um and he's looking around like he knows there was another one yeah and like my mate on with is a pretty good fighter and i, I said to him pig latin 
they'd be asked to lock him in the air and like just attack him, you know. Mm. And then um, we will, because when we go into a store, like to keep them calm, we just buy something straight away, right? So I bought a packet of smokes, da da da, and a lighter. That way it keeps her calm. She sees you got money, and then it breaks the ice. Yeah. He sees that we're buying something, scratches his head, like, and see him sort of bamboozled, like. Did I make a mistake? Anyway, he leaves. As soon as he leaves, no sooner did he leave, my mate pulls his head around the corner. He's got a little backpack. He's going, Oki. And um, and and like I whisper, like, how much? And he goes, like, 30. Like that, I'm thinking, sweet. Mm -hmm. And um, and um I turn her again, he comes out, get him out. As soon as we go outside, take the bag off him, get up the corner, have a look in it, and I can tell straight away. So just five thousand dollar stacks of fifties, right? Jesus. Yeah. Nothing but the whole backpack, and I could tell it's way more than 30. We can't get a cab out of there, so we just go up to a park, grab as much as we can each yeah. in case something happens. We get chased, we split it, and then um, we eventually get a cab and we get back to the hotel. We count it up. It's 100 on the head exactly, <gasps> but then he says this, oh, there was another bag under there, and he didn't even bother looking in it once he – so he's left. Who knows what he's left? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, you don't get them opportunities too much, you know? Yeah, dude. Mm. Fuck, you come across that. Jesus Christ. What would you do with that money? I bought a, um, a motorbike and um, he bought a, my other mate bought a little uh, Mitsubishi GSR back in the day. Yeah. Bought a little uh, Suzuki RGV. You remember them little two strokes? I'm mad. Yeah. Little, little beast. Yeah. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about um, RBS crew? RBS crew? Um, RBS crew was um, a bunch of boys from um, Ashfield. Um, there was two sort of divisions. There was like just riders, and then there was a, a criminal division <laughs> that were um, that searched and um, later on ended up robbing banks. But um, yeah. but um, yeah, um, yeah, just mad graffiti crew um, run amok. Like you know, just, just train bombers hard. Like yeah. you know. PSK sort of went sort of hard a little bit as train bombing too, but like not like us. And then, um, and um, definitely not like the criminal side, that's for sure, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, it's my crew RBS. Yeah, dude. What drove your, like, you know, your, you know, your want to fucking smash panels? Like, you know, you went hard for a good period of time, you know? Um, out. Yeah, I just wanted to, um, I just, you know, once you start doing them, you start getting, it's like graffiti now, you just get better and better at it. And, um, and um and and you just keep going and I was chasing a number. I just um wanted to um, be JC. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be JC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that yeah. was that was what I was out to do. And um, you know, I was going like by myself with little tucks and nozzles doing end to ends. It took me eight hours. Like, Dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and now the kids have got fifteen minutes. I'm like, fuck, man, I should have done fucking another fucking hundred. You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Man, they're turning around in three minutes. They're stopping the train. Yeah, fucking yeah. doing it in three minutes. It's oh, like, I know. Oh, they're mad fat yeah. caps you got now. You can just blast shit out. Yeah, they're fucking they're blast like this. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, fucking shh. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And the mad paint they got now. Like, you know, they're very lucky now that the young riders, they don't understand. Like, it was all rap paint. They used to do fucking tough. We used to break in the malls and, and do the shoe shops over just to get paint, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the tux and um, Targets, we used to walk into Targets, fill up bags and throw them out the exit doors. We used to do that once a week. 
Yeah. No wonder they went out to um, stop selling paint. Yeah, 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 yeah. And mm. then put it behind cages and shit like yeah. that, you know, when they did have it <laughs> in store. Mm. Yeah, fucking crazy, dude. It's a, it's, a, um, it's a fascinating era to me that you sort of came up in. And that era of, um, you know, Sydney was definitely a hectic city at that point. And I mean, fuck, I suppose you were one of the dudes leading the charge, you know, like in terms of it being a hectic city, man. Can you explain, like, for people... You know, for the rest of the country, for people that aren't listening, you know, like I'm not of that era. Yeah. I'm not of Sydney. Mm. I, I've heard the stories. You know, mm. I've spoken to numerous people from here and of your era. You know, and man, it's kind of unparalleled. It's not that it's unparalleled. There's crime going on in yeah, the capital. Yeah, yeah. But what you guys were doing was kind of fucking next level, man. You know, different day and age. Like just, you know, I don't know. What yeah. do you chalk that up to? Like, and just the changes in, and 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 as you said, the sort of changes in the criminal mentality where it's now. Yes, yeah, you know, I mean, these dudes are like dry snitching on themselves yeah, almost, at this point. You know, yeah. it's broadcast what they do. Yeah, you know? no, no. Um, I just think Australia's like that. Was especially the old, like old Australia, where it was like knockabouts and yeah. and wharfies and 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 the, and the riffraff, and then and then you know you had straighties and you had criminals, and but now it's like a dying era. You, know, you had Redfern, Glebe, all them like knockabout areas, Balmain. You know, Alexandria, um, Erskineville, just all knockabouts and crims and that, especially Redfern um, and yeah. Glebe um, and Woolamoo. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, just, and, you know, riders have always been, old school riders, you know, um, have always been into like a little bit of searching and a little bit of this yeah. and that, yeah. popping pills. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I just think, and it's just, I don't know, it's just changed now. It's just, you think each generation would have got better, but it's gotten worse. They lost the skills and the thing and that, but like, you don't even, you don't want to do that yeah. anyway now. So yeah, yeah. that that's, you know, it's probably a good thing. It's gone to the truth because it's just a life of, um, of pain and, um, and filling jails up yeah, so yeah. they can get overtime for screws, you know, yeah, what yeah. if they, um, they, they verbal to poor. Yeah. So the city boys that started searching Django Ahara with this pig laden style that you all talk now come from Django, me, a few other boys. Um, and then it went into the boys' homes, the boys' homes, then the country boys pick it up and then they take it back to where they're from, da-da-da, and then it moves on to the jails. And then even the word gronk, gronk come from Mount Penang out of, um, out of, um, out of our Warpole. Boys mm -hmm. saying it in there and then it's moved, it just, that's, and it just moves on from yeah. there and, that, and it just, yeah. So, yeah. How do you develop it? How do you develop that? Pig Laden, you just got to, um, once you start talking it every day, you, you just work out how to um, say it fluently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty easy. Yeah. Tell the truth, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's fucking unreal. Yeah. That's unreal. Dude, I, I, did, I actually did want to ask because I've seen how, um, like, closely you've been working with, you know, Break recently, the unbreakable Break, man, you know, like another another legendary figure and a dude that just doesn't appear to stop ever, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. how did how, that connection come about? And, he was spending um, a bit of time in Sydney? Nah, just talking on um, Insta and then um, um, seen him one day down at um, the uh, legal ward. Um, uh, I was doing a piece down there at um, Sydney and he walked up to me and I said, hey, you going, mate? He said, yeah, I just thought it was some bloke and that. And then he's like, oh, I'm back. And I said, oh, yeah, mate, how are you going? Da, 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 da. And then, um, yeah, and we made a day to do a piece and then, um, yeah, we just been... Um, going ever since yeah, it's yeah just good to write with a mad writer of his level yeah um you know it helps lift my game because uh, i'd been out of the game so long and you know yeah, yeah. 
he was way above me, so I had to um, had some catching up to do. But it's yeah. good painting with boys that are yeah that have got, you know gotten in front of you. Well, they're motivating, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you know, like yeah. And fuck, dude, honestly, man, you know the amount of flicks we're seeing from the both of yous, or we were seeing from the both of yous over that Christmas, or you know, leading up to Christmas New Year period. Jesus, man, you're on par, bro. I wouldn't say fucking. Oh yeah, yeah, I've caught up now. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're on par, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was like I knew I had to do a whole heap of graffiti to catch up, bro. And um, that was my mission to um to get as good as I could get to catch up with him because yeah. he's fucking he's my favourite probably writer. He's one of the fucking dude. He yeah, is, he's though. sick, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, he's I love of, his style. Yeah, and he's also like just one of those sort of Melbourne originals. You yeah, know? like he's there early. You yeah. know, and you know, I suppose not as early as some, but he's fucking. Yeah. You know, probably of your generation. Yeah, think, yeah, you know? he is. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I love his fucking yeah, shit, yeah. bro. I love Melbourne, bro. I love all Melbourne writers. I love that style. Yeah. So my soul's like a sort of half version of Sydney and Melbourne from all yeah. the times I, I spent down in Melbourne, like that sharp sort of letters. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah, puzzle. Like, did you, puzzle yeah. was the man, right? I'll give yeah. say it right now. Yeah, dude. Yeah, right? Yeah. When we was kids and fucking just like, because when you, like, he's talented, but like, you do a lot of graffiti. Sydney was with me, it was like half my time I was in Mount Penang, so I wasn't getting to mm. do much graffiti. I was like doing so much. I was half crime, half graffiti, search, maybe do a panel once a week, search, 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 yeah. travel around, da da da, and then, and then thing. But if I had, like, probably if I could have just zoned in on graffiti, I would have been a lot better. But um, yeah, so I loved his style. Um, He's a cool dude. I went to his 18th in Melbourne years ago. No shit puzzles. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I remember it was a funny story. It's like um, with, the, with the skate park. We had this little battle with these Melbourne riders and, and they said something. They said, fuck Sydney. It was me and this lad is on the run from Mount Penang. <laughs> and he's a media can fight like nothing else. So I don't think they knew what I was about to get into. <laughs> and we and I go, yeah, fuck Melbourne. And they back, they back down and they, and they left it at that. Well, that night just happens to be puzzles 18th. Yeah. We go there, we rock up somewhere, wherever it is, I can't remember where it was now. I might have been in the city somewhere or in a suburb close to the city. And um, and um, this same little smart cunts there that was um, that was in the skate park. And it's every, all the Melbourne riders are drunk, like 100, 200 of them. And he goes, yeah, fuck Sydney now. And, and like I'm thinking I was going to shit myself. And I said, yeah, fuck you and fuck Melbourne. <laughs> and all the like, riders just looked at me and then they grabbed him and kicked him out. So they like full showed respect for me for having the balls to fucking, uh, yeah. you know, to yeah. not fucking, yeah. you know, pop their shit. But um, yeah, no, they've always been cool to me, Melbourne riders. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, so I suppose that was like the... You know, it was it was more what, artistically driven down there, maybe. You know, I mean, the crime, like as we've always said, the crime element has always existed, and those dudes probably dealt with fucking transits heavier than a lot of the other states. You know, what, what they went through with the fucking transit squads down there, fucking, it's crazy, man. You know, like I've spoken to a bunch. You know, we've had a few men, like, and they've got some fucking some stories. Well, Melbourne coppers are badasses. Yeah, as it is, yeah. years ago, everyone knows that. How many cans they put off down there? You even done an arm rob, you get your head blown off down there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for a point, you know what I mean? I yeah. was there for a while. Um, I, I had a few dramas down here with Angie's down here like that and, um, and um, yeah, they're full on. But um, I could imagine what, just saying that, would have run straight to the trances too like that. I could, couldn't imagine it being anything else when arm rob squad were like that down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Fuck, mate. Listen, we've had you for a couple of hours now. I mean... 
where do you, where do we leave things with with you, man? I mean, you're out here, you're going fucking harder than ever. You're selling your art, you um, dude, like you're out here making positive moves, you know, and you know, moving in a great direction, you know. Do you want to promote something? Fucking let people know, like, you know, are are you available for commissioned work? Um, I'm just doing paintings here and there. Um, actually, a gallery got onto me today and wants to do an exhibition, so I'm wrapped on that. Um. So slowly it looks like doors are opening up for me, which is mad. Um, but uh, I'm not real good at selling myself. I'm not real good at talking. Obviously, you can tell that too. But, um, mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah, um, no, I don't know what to even say. Tell the truth. I'm just whatever. No, oh, dude, no, yeah. listen. You've been, like, you've, man, you've done well. Like, and I appreciate it, man. And as you said, like, you know, going into this tavern said, you know, like, I mean, even in, like, when I went to hit you up, I think I might have stated it from the outset. I was kind of like, fucking, man, you, you you are so active and I wouldn't have thought you would even want to talk. But as you said, it's like, man, I was raised not to talk, you know, like, so what you've given us today, I can't thank you enough for, dude. And no worries. Man, for fucking the, the, the progress and the moves you're making forward, man. You deserve deserve to be applauded, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it, eh, boys? Yeah. Thanks a lot. No, that man. means a lot to me. No, man. It means a lot fucking, you know, having a legend here. You know, like I needed to talk to some fucking legendary Sydney figure and I probably couldn't have fucking picked anyone better, man. You know, so, brother, I just want to thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Oh, you're on, thank you, brother. Thank you for yeah. your time, man. No worries. Thank you for ballying up and fucking yeah. coming down here, man. Yeah, because even Tavi said, he goes, well, can I put a belly on? And I'm like, fucking go for it, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't like put me head on show, eh? Yeah, nah, man. No, mm. no, 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 no. And dude, you've been perfectly candid and perfectly honest and just fucking, once again, man, you should be applauded for the steps you're taking and moving so. in that right no, direction. No Support him. Find him at Tavern Wanton on uh, Instagram. When this when this episode's live, you'll be tagged in all the promotion and all that kind of thing. People will know where to find you. And um, yeah, fucking, I don't want to gloss over things because I know you are such a legendary figure, but there's only so much we can speak on and there's yep. only so much you wish to give. So yep. what you've given us, thank you, sir. No worries. Thank Appreciate you. it, brother. No worries. This has been Beers, Beats and the Biz for another fucking week, man. 420 Superstores, Crush City fame. We're joined by Tavern, the legend, live from Sydney, Safe House Studios. We're out of here.